At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J Okerson, and welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Glad to be here. We're all on Zoom. Dan's not over today because there was a, a whole COVID outbreak against digital. Well, outbreak. Two people. Yeah, but, uh, and you know. I feel like I have a cold, so yeah. I was like, just steer clear. But I got rapid tested, and it says I'm good. Says My vaccine okay. superpowers, maybe, have saved Whoa. me on this one. But we'll Whoa. see. We'll see. I get the overnight test results back tomorrow, Dan, and maybe I'm done for. Maybe I'm done-ski. Don't go saying that. Don't go breaking my heart. Will you hold my hand while I go, while I walk to the light? Well, yeah, dude. I will be there. I'll go, Jay, what do you see? Is it glorious? Oh, man, what if I had to go in for, like, fucking ventilator? Dude, I don't know. I wouldn't start freaking yourself out now, right now. He said you feel, you know, pretty good, and your rapid test was negative. fine. I have a cold. I mean, even if I have uh, COVID, I'm, yes, no, right now, there's no fear in my heart. I actually said that, I was pretty happy to hear that when I heard Bobby Hutch got it, that I was like, my first thing didn't, like, and I feel kind of shitty. I was like, oh, man. I was like, I hope I don't have it, but I'm not, like, uh, it's not panicky. I I think I'll be fine if I have it. I'm a strong man, it. Jason. You're a, you're a big strong man. But sorry to all the all the road butts I've been yelling into. Uh, <laughs> all those rolled holes you've been sque- screaming into. Yeah. How right. was Spokane? And they were really they were like spitting my asshole, and I'm like, but that's one of the big carriers. And they were like, doesn't matter. Get those droplets in me. <laughs> They're like, do um, it. Put your penny like, in my well. I'm like, what a dirty little whore. Tui. <laughs> 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 I'll play your game, you slut. Going off the side. I'll play your little game, you pig. Play. Come here, come here, you little spittoon butt. Play. If a girl told me to spit in her asshole, I think I would do it, but I would be like, "This." What kind of spit would you go? Would you do? There's, there's multiple times you can, you can bring this kind of spit where you go, and you guide it, you know, like that. Right. You could do the, put a little, put a little English on it. You could I'm gonna try to put. In, I would try to put. In, I can't gleat. I can't do that. But uh, I would go for a as much saliva as I have in my mouth currently. Try to you go to a loogie. The You'd hawk a loogie. Get, no, I'm not gonna. Don't call it a loogie. A loogie <laughs> contains snot, dude. And that's not, there's not. If I spit a loogie on you, it's definitely that's all we're doing. It's fine. The girls like spit a loogie on my butt. I go. I'll spit a loogie on your butt, but then you got to leave. We got to fight. 
Like if you think that's the if you think that's foreplay, it ain't happening. Yeah, you gonna you gonna give me a wedgie, huh? You gonna give me a wedgie? You gonna tell me I'm a stupid dork? Spit in my butt though, I would I would comply. I'd spit in a girl's butt if that's what she wanted. But with a soft spit though, you'd give a nice. Yeah, saliva. Thank you, Jacob. I will. But once it gets once it gets gross, gross like lugs. Yes, Jacob. What? But spit in the butt. Mm-hmm. You mean like in the well, hole, just dude. on the outside? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, I don't have iron lungs, dude. I'm not going to be able to fucking break the barrier with my spit. But I mean, something you don't know like that. a bidet, like a human bidet. Yeah, human bidet. That's why I did. Uh, that's what, I, dude. Me and Dan, still, of all episodes of the SDR and all the crazy shit, possibly the most infamous was when uh, we convinced it, yeah. we convinced a porn star that Mike Harrington was a human enema. And she goes, what does that mean? I go, he can well up water in his mouth and spit it so hard that it will go up your uh, asshole and uh, and give you an enema. And she was like, no way, let me see. And then the joke was going to be, obviously, that Mike Harrington was going to come with a mouthful of water and then go by her butthole, and then it's going to go over his face. He clearly can't do that. It's an impossibility. Uh, Jacob, I couldn't tell if you could tell if it was an impossibility. It would never happen. It was going to be funny because the water goes everywhere. Then she says, do you guys even have a straw here? And then we realize that, oh, she thinks, like, she actually wants him to blow water in her ass from his mouth, which he did. And then she laid on the table. And then me and Dan, the funny bitches that we are, curse our hilarious natures. Uh, We made her laugh. And then she just volcanoed uh, brown (laughs) turd water out of her butt, uh, out of the straw. Dude, it. I still remember what it looks like with it when it came out of the straw. It was, it was like a like, cough of water. Yeah, it just looked and it was brown, like, <clears throat> and it just shot up. And then it, when it breached the straw, everyone was like, "Ah!" <laughs> she was on a towel, Jacob. If it makes you feel any better, but dude, the it's best not- part was the. I've talked about this so many times. The best part of that is Laney's PR for porn stars. Sure. Uh, you know, our friendly, and she does the PR for them. So she does not ever want them to be seen in like a, a light of like, look at what these dumb whores are doing. So, <laughs> so it was great. It's, while we're all sitting there laughing our ass off at her just like shitting basically through a straw onto the uh, towel on a table, while we're all laughing, that Laney's going, Oh my God, Peyton! Like, how do you even like? What's the muscle control that you have to do that? Like, what's? Can you tell us like a little bit of the experience? Like, how was it? Like, how were you able to to take the water in there and then know when to put? I'm like, Laney, Mike Harrington blew water up her ass and we made her laugh. That's the whole recipe. That's what the are you looking her to say. That's like someone falling down drunk and being like, "Wow, you hugged the earth so hard right there." It's exactly do it yeah. again. It's exactly do it again. what she does. She's like, yeah. Exactly. He goes, now wait a second. So how are you able to, like, what's the magic behind uh, shitting your pants? Like, oh, what's what is, the, is it the what do you surprise? do? Do you, like, do you just like, do you lick like uh, subway poles or something? Like <laughs> how do you get sick enough back? to do that? Yeah, that was an what? insane, that was an insane thing to be a foot away from. Peyton Sinclair. Mike is God a trooper. Him. I don't have that in me. To blow water up a woman's butt? If it's the right butt, you would. It was a lot. Peyton Sinclair are uh, almost inarguably as hot. She's just like goofy as all hell. How was uh, how was Spokane? How was your cross country trip? Because when I talked to you, you were having to fly 
We were both flying, but you had to fly all yeah. the way across. I wasn't looking forward to that. I think my next big bad one is Edmonton uh, cross country again. But besides that, now I have some California stuff too, I think. Yeah, I got some stuff but in California. That I think most I think of it's it did, direct. Yeah, that's big. Spokane that's big being not direct. In fact, I think I'm staying out west the week I do Spokane in December, and I'm just going to go to L.A. and do the serious shows from there. Oh, you're doing it in September? Uh, December. December. Oh, nice. That's uh, you're gonna love it out there, dude. The, the crew, the uh, the staff at both club, both same owner, I guess now of Tacoma and um Appleton. When I was just in Tacoma and Spokane, but yeah. I will tell you, uh, they do a cool thing at the end of the weekend. Dan at, at his clubs, I guess it's their thing. When they give you your check and everything, they give you a card that like the whole staff signs and like That's writes awesome. a little something. And it's like, but it's funny to know working in the restaurant industry that someone was slammed, someone was in the weeds, and they're like, "Hey, you got to sign the headliner card." And they're like, "That's yeah, fuck that." Um, oh, hey, great show, thanks. You know, they're like, "I gotta get these nachos out to 38. Well, I'll tell you a really fun thing would be to be to compare cards with people. From the clubs, if you guys compare cl- cl- cards Absolutely. from those clubs, because Absolutely. That, one where it's just do? a lot of people, it's like, if everything's just a lot of, like, thanks for coming. Like, what I think's nice is most of mine are pretty personalized to, like, what they like. You know what I mean? They were like, they were like oh, sure. man, it's so funny. Like, couldn't stop laughing at this bit you said or this. that. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. I, if there's ones that are just like, you know, thanks for being here. Yeah. Jerry. I have a feeling <laughs> yeah. that it, I have a feeling that if I got those generic comments it would just sink me for a month if they're like good show come back next time. I'm like, "Oh fuck." Well, I okay. do so much for the good of the staff by changing my set every time mm-hmm. that I'm like, "Please God, like don't just be a bunch of signatures like, "Oh man, man like yeah. hope to see you next year." That's it. it. It feels so good when the staff likes you. Um oh, yeah. at the Addison Improv the after the there were um, there was a late show after my late show on Saturday. So there was a midnight show on Saturday night. So the staff had to still work or most of them did. And it was cool because like a lot of them in the green room while I was like getting my shit ready to leave, they're like, Hey, can I have a picture? And I took pictures with like five or six of them. And some of them were skanks fans. A lot of them were campers. And it was just awesome. Cause you're like, hell yeah. This, that, like the staff hears it every weekend. The staff is like bored with comedy. That's why I always love at the cellar or the stand when you see the servers laughing and you're like, all right, cool, all right, this joke works because they hear a lot of horse shit. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. And um, like They have to sit through like acts that you know aren't comedians, but they can sell tickets at a comedy club. So they have to like sit there through five shows of that, just being like, cool. Dude, the club was great. The host guy, uh, well, John Carden opened for me again, who uh, he's been on the road with me a few times now. Great dude, does a great job on stage. Uh, and then the host, I forget his name, but it's probably for the best. Anyway, must say, he said he's he said uh, watch the bonfire and Legion of Skanks. Yeah, uh, I think he called it Legion of the Skanks uh, once great. or twice. It's always hilarious. He also he said he thought he didn't have a good set on like the late show Saturday. He didn't like a set and when he came. It was like doing like it was like too much. He was like it was like he was like too bummed about it. Yeah, and he was like, "I know what I can do." So it just sucks when it goes. I was like, that "Sounded like it was going good." Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah." I go, also, I go for whatever. I go, it's not like, uh, it's not like sold out at all in there either. Really, you know, it's a big room. And he was like, uh, "He's like, this is not even close to sold out." Yeah, like, all right, all right. okay, all right, yeah. guy, why okay. don't you chill out? All right, now you're hurting my feelings. Now you're stinging me a little bit. Sold out, Mike. 
Okay. God damn, can you I imagine if it was you. sold out and, these, and there weren't this many mouth breathers in there? And you're like, all right, guy, number one, these are my fans. Why don't you fucking chill out? Why don't you just relax a little bit? It's really, yeah, it's very bizarre. But, um, yeah, the crew there was fucking great. It's next to one of those places. It's like next to and affiliated with one of those places that's like an uh, arcade. Oh, like a one-up? Like one of those bars that just has arcade games? Yeah, it doesn't have a ton, but it's got enough that it's like... I mean, I didn't go in and... You know, I'm an outdoor yeah. cat, dude. Yeah, I went in... Like stay I bought outside a, smoke and, and yeah, beer. I bought around smoke the shots. <laughs> I bought around the shots for like some fans and uh, and the people working. And uh, I was like, oh, time to go smoke a cigarette. Never walked back in the doors again. <laughs> <laughs> Two nights. Two nights I ago. Always, so I was in, but, but I when I was in there... I starving comedian. I'm always like, I'm so hungry. I have to go find food, but... That didn't yeah. work out for me at all. I missed I food both nights, but I kick it with the fan. Here's the thing, and this is what's funny. Should probably probably shouldn't say this publicly, but I will. If there's an area where I can go, like after the show, like without walking through the whole club and going out front of the club to go at least smoke a cigarette, maybe a little bit of a joint, right? Yeah. Uh, after the show, I just want to go just decompress for a second. The thing is, I am going to smoke weed. If you could find me where I'm at. Odds are, as long as there's time between the next show, we'll just I'll just talk nonstop. I get very chatty, and uh, really? yeah, but it's like fun. I like, but even at the, thing, at the my question is at the end of the, at the very end of the night. Yeah, they caught me, dude. I was out there. They caught me. They caught me out back, and I get into a circle like ten yeah, people. It's fun as hell. I mean, I, I, did that, I did but that. I said I like it because like, I like it's like yeah, it's like but I like when it's like that. It's like ten, twenty people, and they're all like. In one big circle, you know what I mean. People are passing around doob and everything. Yeah, We're doing the, the party, yeah doing the doing the the line thing is uh, weird because then you're like, you don't know when you, you just want to talk to people sometimes, and then like the next guy waiting's got like line energy, and you're like, so some guy comes up and he's saying like this like a sad sweet thing or like how much the show means to him, and I said, yeah, and the lady behind's like, hey, my faggot ass boyfriend wants to take a yeah, picture with you. You know where that like, is okay. rampant. You know where that happens a lot is American Comedy Company, the way they used to do those. Because those people come up and you like get to meet people and you're like trying to talk to them. And as you're having a conversation, you look over and the next guy's like, all right. And you're like, hold on, I'm having a moment. Did you see the next guy making that face like, hey, all right. Dude, if somebody. And then he steps up and he goes, love billions. And you're like, I didn't even want to talk to you. Fuck you. You don't even care. The most soul crushing thing would be, I don't know if I've ever seen this because I've done so few like organized meet and greets. Yeah. Uh, if <laughs> is the um, if somebody leaves the line, <laughs> like if you could see it, oh. like you're taking so much time with somebody that that two people just go like, yeah, I don't care that much. That's how I hope. <laughs> that's how I always hope fast food restaurants feel when I get out of line when it's too long. You're taking or too like, long. Yeah, you guys are dragging ass and you seem like a terrible staff. I'm out of here. Yeah, I want them. To they be couldn't like, care oh, less. That, yeah, I know. I know. Oh, I absolutely know. They don't give. They're two like fucks one down. It. Yeah, cool. Line just got shorter. <laughs> one down that's pretty sick that's mad sick hey what's going on this show is sponsored by better help everybody needs a little help in life uh i've been going to therapy for years and better help is an amazing way to do it why because you need a neutral place you need somewhere to go to set your goals to have somebody help you guide you focus you on achieving the things you want to get to a lot of days people wake up and try to white knuckle life 
That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You, you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is... Nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babel so far. I learned one. Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. But, uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, I didn't get out of there two nights. But I didn't make it in time for food. It's crazy. Friday and Saturday. Well, did you miss show. your meal? It's a late show. It's a late show. And then, like I said, I, I got to talk to like some people. You know what I mean? Like, it's not my well, whole thing. I understand like, not, that, but my I'm whole thing's like... not. My whole thing's not to not meet people. It's just like the bulk thing going out there and just say, like organized whatever. Like picture, move on. Picture, move on. Picture, move on. It's, it's so impersonal to me, and it's like yeah, that feel, that won't work. But my question to you is, when you know it's going to happen, when it happens Friday night, do you not kind of prepare for it Saturday night to be like, all right, I'm gonna get out of here late. Let me grab yeah. a we left a little food in between shows or something. Well, we left a little bit earlier, yeah. uh, but then to get to the restaurant, there's a gauntlet of people still out front of the club. No way around okay. it. Maybe there is. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't know it. No, but you're also a polite guy, and I understand why, like, seeing fans is awesome. I, uh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's great to sit around and talk. What's funny is I think because of you, people knew where to go for me at the Addison Improv. They knew where I was going to be smoking weed because this guy came back and was like, hey, that this back, is where Jay was. Back, the back stairs? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, hey, and I was smoking a joint, and I was like, what's up, guys? And they were just yeah. like, hey, what, uh, both night or Friday and Saturday. Thursday... Yeah. Maybe as well. I don't know. But, um, dude, I went to a diner in Dallas, and I walked in, and you could still smoke in this diner. And it is the closest to wanting to smoke I have came in years. Really? Just That's people, crazy. Uh, yeah, I guess there's a rule in Dallas that if you had a smoking thing, you're, like, grandfathered in. I mean, I'm not talking about a smoking section and a non-smoking section. I mean, people were ripping butts like it was the airport in the 70s. Like, they were just fucking smoking. It was incredible. I really, at one point, reached for my pack of cigarettes. At one point, I was watching the guy next to me, and I was like, where am I, camel? My God, it's been nine years. Did you start unfolding your shirt sleeve? Yeah, those socials come in here. We're going to have to rumble. You carry your smokes like Snyder. Ah, yeah, no I get that reference. God damn it! <laughs> it's from uh, no, I I got it from um, one day at a time. One day at a time. Son of a bitch! I didn't get it. There's just better references. That's our age gap. But smoking, but it also had the most delicious like uh, diner food. I think it's probably because I was starving and very high. But man, eating with the really smell of smoke food. around you really gives the Take flavor. You back. Yeah, yeah I, I had a, one guy who I was trying to like make the escape to go get food before it closed. Like one guy, like literally got teary eyed when I was talking to him. He's like, "You can't just bail on that. Can't go do <laughs> it. Sorry, I hate to do this. Mickey D's is shutting down in about a hot fifteen. Please, we have a lot of people that say like, you know, like I don't, I don't like. Oh, we obviously don't overthink it when we do it. Uh, what a pressure that would be. But you know, when people go through like loss in their family, like they still listen to the radio, so. Man, there was a camp. We make them laugh ago. for a few hours, like when a day when they're like going through some shit. I guess so. I get being that like, like thank you. So I'm saying when someone's giving you that like emotional thank you for that, sure. To go, thank it's like so that's much. great, man. But here's the thing, like uh, this place, I got a buffalo chicken salad on the brain. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry to hear Dude, about your I dad or whatever. So sorry you <laughs> lost your three. That. I'm so sorry you lost your three kids. Real yeah. quick though, that Wendy's. I can. Th- yeah. I think I got maybe 20 minutes to get there. Yeah, he goes. I'm sorry that your I'm sorry that your wife went postpartum psychosis and murdered your children, and our show is the only thing that was able to get you through that. However, I gotta be honest with you, man. If I don't eat, I am gonna get hangry. 
I understand that you watched your brother drown in a river, and you guys both listened to the show. But major bag alert! I got <laughs> major bag down. alert before I got about twenty minutes before they canned that Asiago chicken ranch. Do we have a Do we have a Wendy's today, Lou? No. Oh, no what's fresh segment? This could be the great what's fresh segment is constantly telling people sad shit when we have to go to Wendy's. <laughs> That should be the Get Fresh segment, dude. So your stepdad kept you locked in a basement only for anal sex, and you got out after 14 years, and our show's what kept you sane? Listen, hate to do this. I need a Junior Bacon Cheeseburger like yesterday. So (laughs) I got to get out of here. He goes, I got two Baconators that require crushing by this guy. (laughs) So... I got to escape this conversation so I can just go anally rape this fucking spicy chicken. Yeah. Speaking of fucking, I got to fuck my mouth with a couple of Dave's Big Classics. So if you if you wouldn't mind just wrapping this story up, man. Okay. Oh Dude. Uh, all right. You're alone. You're 22 years old and you're an orphan. All your family's dead. That is pretty sad. Um, but I hate to say this. I think they run out of taco salad before they actually close. So I'm trying to get in there while they still have busted up burgers to make a taco salad. Honestly, I've had a frosty on my brain since 3 p.m. So I'm going to skedaddle. But I hope you visit the grave. I hope you bring flowers. I love you. I like you saying stuff to you and all you're thinking of is, I'm going to dip my fries in my frosty. And he goes, and that's when that's when we learned that she was going to die. And you went, "Mm, mm, mm, mm." yeah, yeah, because the baby was born with cancer. Didn't make it through the week. And you're like, and in your head, you're just going like, I wonder if they'll melt cheese on the fries if you ask. <laughs> you go, I wonder if there's a Burger King close to the Wendy's, I could probably get a Whopper and a Frosty. <laughs> get a Whopper and a Frosty. He goes, and that would just turn my whole, what were you saying, man? Oh, my goes, God. My father murdered my mother. and then I'm uh, an incest baby. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I didn't know until I was 17. <laughs> he goes, oh, oh man, that's fucking, wa- that's fucking wild. He goes, do I go Asiago Chicken Ranch spicy? Yeah, I get regular home I style. A, I think there's a sacrifice for a quality of chicken if you get the spicy. But you get a worse breast, but a better sandwich. Was, and I was getting ready to jump off the ledge with my headphones on, and you guys just said something made me laugh, and I go, you know what? Everything's going to be all right in the world. Was, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Was, you know uh. what? He goes, I bet, but you know what would be awesome? Is if I put the square hamburger on top of the chicken sandwich. You go, they probably have to have some secret off-end menu items. What's that? Okay, and I'm sorry. This, this, is, this is actual stone thought, though. I go, oh, I'll call it a surf and turf. And you'll be like, wait a second. None of those are surf. What would you call a cheeseburger chicken sandwich? <laughs> and this guy's just oh. prattling on still. He's yeah. like, and yeah. that's when I knew she, she fucked my own father and got pregnant by oh, him. Oh, and, my. and then uh, you just come back in with going, I'd call it a fat farm. What? <laughs> I'd call it a fat farm. Sorry, not that. Oh, well, God. What are you talking about? He goes, fat, the burger and the chicken. Was I not saying that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Was that not our conversation? Oh, my God. He goes, what are you saying? Oh, God. What? Um... I, it, I'm telling you right now, go back to the Addison Improv. Had a fucking blast at that club. Uh, the staff yeah. was great. The shows were awesome. The campers were great. Uh, had a problem with a camper night one. And then also had the nicest email I've ever gotten in my life from a camper today. My manager was like, hey, this guy reached out and wants to apologize. And I like read the email and the guy was like, 
Saturday Saturday Night Late Show, Dan was talking about something, and I screamed out Big Johnson. That's all he did. He screamed out Big Johnson, which made me think of the shirt, so I talked about it. In sure. no way did it disrupt the show. It was, you know, he yelled it out. Sure, they don't like you yelling. But this guy wrote the sweetest email where I was like, buddy, if you're the kind of fans we have, we have done a very good job. Because he was like, I fucking, I'm sorry. But then, quite the opposite Thursday night, anyone that was at the Addison Improv on Thursday night saw a drunk lady. These two ladies in the front row were hammered. And they were kind of chatty throughout the show, which whatever, we know how to ignore. But after a while, it gets to the point where you're like, all right, shut up. So I, you know, I was like, what, what's going on, ladies? What are you talking about? And I found out just through a couple questions that they were both married to twins. They were married wow. to twin men. And the one of the one of the drunk women was literally saying it to me like this, Jay. She was going, they're the exact same with her hands like that. She's going, they're the exact same. And I'm like, how do you guys know they have the same size cocks? And the other woman was like, that's disgusting. Apparently, she's the camper. And she was upset anytime I would go to ask a sex question about them having the same looking husband. It's exactly the whole question. I mean, I wanted to really what I wanted to ask was, do you guys ever done a a Coke taste test with their their nut? (laughs) That's not him. But then, dude, this is where it's like, you know, one of the, and you've, you do a lot of crowd work, so you know this, you know, when someone's a problem, so you bring them in part to be part of the show to shut them up and then you Uh move forward. Most of the time they stay shut up. Most of the time they're like, all right, we had our interaction. This, it wasn't the woman that said she listens to the bonfire. It was the other woman that just kept talking. And finally I was like, lady, what is it? And this is in my closing bit. So I've been on stage for 55 minutes at this point. She stands up. All right, Dan, you're using the brag about your long ass I'm show. doing 98 <laughs> minutes of just pure new stuff. You fucking jerk no, off? No. I do 45, <laughs> dude. 45. First off, I was just I, I was going to say 50, and then I was like, 50, why did I do that? Why did I add extra, extra five minutes? I was up to 55 minutes, you know, because my closer is 25 minutes. And you know and that I like you're to do coming, an hour 25. You're coming to see me. I, when I hear comics that do <laughs> over 60, I'm like, you, that's just fucked up for the staff. But- this lady stands up, tries to get on the stage, and I'm like, lady, what is it? And she goes, come here. She oh, loves your radio show. This is in the middle of my closing bit. And I'm like, what? She's like, she loves your radio show. Do Biggie. I was like, what? That's not even a top 10 voice. What are you talking about? And then they kicked him out. In the middle of the fucking bit, they just fucking kicked him out. And I was like... And they kept doing that thing when they were leaving. They're like, she's a fan of yours. And you're like, well, I, well, no thank you then, I guess. I don't know how we're playing that. There's both nothing just... worse than a zany bitch. <laughs> DeRosa's right. But you know what it is? It was one of those, you could tell that both of them were extremely hot their whole lives. So they yeah. didn't understand no. It was such built up hot girl energy of being like, no, nah, he's going to do this. Yeah, they were hot. They were hot. They were just like, yeah. she's your fucking friend. She's your fan yeah, and, they were, and that that was the energy they were giving where they're like, you're lucky we're talking to you, even though they paid dude, for tickets to come see Dude, our fans drink, you. dude. Our fans, like the ones that, yeah. that drink, the ones that drink, drink, I'm telling you, it's a lot of like, again, also understand that's a bit of the thing, because I don't understand that. I don't understand coming out to a place and getting fall over drunk. I don't. But most people that drink do get like that when they I've... go out and, 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 and party. So I'm saying I get it, but it's like, that's the other part of the thing, too, is like, conversations a lot of them are great 
So, but then the, then some people wobble over, and you're like, oh, they're going to keep saying the same thing. Dude, on Saturday, they're going to keep saying the same thing. This drunk guy on Saturday, he was he was hammered that we couldn't get a high. I was trying to give him a high five because I was getting out of there, and we just yeah. couldn't coordinate it. And I'd be like, I would go up for the high five, and he'd go for a handshake, and then I would like change it, and he'd be like, Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> it was one of those <laughs> things where you're like, All right, well, we tried. We really that's tried. a good one. Yeah, Northwest Ken, dude, he was ripped. But it's um, what's funny about the people that drink is they're always except this lady. Most of them are very apologetic in some way, where they're like, "Ah, shit, ah, shit." Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, and then what's really funny is when you get to people who are like, "Hey, what was that book you read to quit drinking?" Yeah, a couple of those live shows turns you to Alan Carr. No, I, had, you know? I hung out. I hung out. I th- it was Saturday night, I think, with. Uh... Miss Mary Jane 420, you know her from Instagram? She did my OnlyFans uh, show also. Uh, her and her husband came out and stuff. They gave me a joint, dude. It's just... That legal weed place, too. You were just out there. Yeah, man. In Dallas, it was. it's still illegal. I mean, I don't really think it is, but it's like not as plentiful as it is in Washington. Yeah. it's Yeah, Washington is really... You could just smoke out in front of your hotel, right? I think so. Because I didn't know. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you can. It's like legal. You can yeah, smoke first out. In, well, and first smoke. in Colorado when they passed it, they were like, you can buy it, you can have it. You just don't really go out smoking it. And then kind of now that it's been seven years, it's like, I think people are just smoking, just walking around smoking a joint. <laughs> Jacob just put things in the chat that for sure I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> the last thing. I Oh, thing. yeah. What? Yeah, that was now. Nah. Yeah, damn, it's Jacob. If you ran up. this, you would fucking you'd be well, a, I, controversial. I almost, I almost didn't want to talk about the second to last one, but yeah, it's uh, but uh, yeah, that's hilarious, dude. I had another uh, oh, I was about st- people in the audience stuff. Still, I've had recently. I think it happened twice. I feel like Christine, you were there for one of them, where I was going back and forth with somebody, and. uh and like I'm just you know I'm asking the questions and getting to the funny stuff. Like they they yelled out something that they thought would be funny. Yeah, you know, interrupted the show and then I did like you know it's like, what's up? And then it's like this thing I'm going back and forth with them and like three four back and forth where they go, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They just said the words. Well, that's like, how... oh. They're like they go, I'm sorry, I don't want to do this. A guy this weekend, God, so funny. Cameron was his name, but it was going to start. He yelled out something a couple times, and I was just like. I'm like, what's up, dude? I go, I'll talk to you. What are you saying? And he's like, he said it a little less confident last time. And we went, it was like two yeah. back and forth. And he was just like, I don't know, man. He was great. He was great. Uh, he, he enjoyed the whole show, but it was just like. What's even better or what feels even worse is when, uh, like after Thursday, the whole staff at the improv was like very on it about people yelling shit out. Yeah, because they felt bad. They had let that lady go four or five times, but I wasn't mad about it. I wanted to yeah. talk to her. So you're not like mad about it. What sucks is when you talk back to someone in the crowd and then you see the staff come over and talk to them and you're like, no, nah, no, nah, no, no, let oh, them talk. Yeah. Overzealous. Yeah. We're like, what did you say? And they'll be like, what's that? Overzealous bouncers. Yeah, where they're like, hey, watch it. Remember Gil? Remember how Gil would be at Stand Up New York all the time? You, Yo, if I would talk to you? the audience, when I talked to the audience, he would just stand behind the, like directly behind the person <laughs> yeah, I was talking I to. Okay, so and he'd point down like, at him? Oh, dude. Yeah, he pointed at me. He goes, he'd be like, bro? And I'm like, Gil. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, talking Gil. to him and his lovely wife. It's so I remember that. I remember because I used to always, when Stand Up New York was like, you know, thriving when it, when Wayne booked it and it was like Patrice and you and Atel every weekend or almost near every weekend and like Nate was starting to do weekend spots 
Justin, Lewis and Dave, well, Lewis would do the late shows, but I'd go and watch you and I'd go and watch Patrice and it was always fun to watch Gil specifically on you and Patrice just get like ready to jump on people. Yeah. Like Patrice also talked to the audience in in a casual way, and Gil would do the same thing. And Patrice would be like, "Gil, what are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, dude, stop." Gil can't turn it off. Uh, I know it's when, great. When he comes, it's when so he, funny to watch I a do, bouncer like that. When I would do like Caroline's uh, shows and stuff, he would like like he's policing it unnecessarily. Like, the same thing. I'm talking. Yeah, to not even working there. And, and he'd be like, <laughs> "Bro," and I'm like, "Gil, what can you do? You're just you'll just be a patron attacking a person." <laughs> yeah, this is assault, Gil. You can't just go up and silence someone. You don't work at the club. <laughs> Settle down, you lunatic. Yeah, you know what? You Gil, know what you can do is go. Bro, I'm you ready to die, go, bro. I'm ready to die for you, bro. What you can do is go harass the Wendy's to stay open later. Yeah. Hey, Gil, can you go just make a scene in Wendy's so they have to keep <laughs> making food? Can you go fight a couple of the fry cooks so that they have to keep it open? No, nah, this was a good diner. I went there for breakfast twice. It was really good. I was excited to try their dinner foods, but uh <laughs> never happened. So one night, I got never a got pe- one night I got a slice of pizza. The other night for dinner, I had, I, I swear to you, uh, a vending machine bag of, of Doritos. Cool ranch, though. Ain't that the road? Just listen to Seeger and you just cry in your hotel room. I, uh, you know what I was like? Now, you know what it is? As a fat dude, you get those and you go to bed and you're like, good, good, good. Yeah. I didn't need anything. <laughs> you though. deserve this. You deserve this, you little piggy. You little fatso. Go to bed. You Stop whimpering. I'll wake up and treat yourself with a breakfast. <laughs> Did you get breakfast the next day at the airport? No. No, no. I had a, I had a slice of pizza that, that Saturday okay. night. I was able to get to the pizza place. I would always, uh, that's what I would always do if, I think I've missed food like once or twice and I've just the next day just overcompensate at McDonald's in the airport. Yeah, well, Spokane's a place where it's just like at nighttime, even if you're like, they, McDonald's delivered, but I didn't want to do McDonald's at all. Uh, and that's it. McDonald's delivered? One McDonald's uh, delivered at that time, yeah. <sighs> you would have just done it? Yeah, I would have done it. I would have absolutely done it. You have a better body than McDonald's me. or no food, I would have gone McDonald's. <laughs> Your body's better than mine. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're both about the same. I mean, I'm catching up, dude. I'm not gonna lie, my fucking arms are pretty awesome, but you've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings, and full shows always on Sirius XM. are true overwhelming power sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili wickdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece wick nuggets fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last